Good Wednesday afternoon, good people of Anchor. Welcome to the Wednesday edition of Storytime with Pete. And this revolves around an episode of DC's Legends of Tomorrow that was on last night. At least that's what sparked the idea for this show. And it's going to be kind of a story that falls into another story. So it's sort of a story within a, within a story, as you might think, or as you could say. And on the episode of DC's Legends of Tomorrow, because yes, I'm the nerd who likes the superhero shows, there was an Elvis um, story, or a story related to Elvis. It started in Memphis, 1950, although I think he was born in Tupelo, Mississippi, and then migrated to, of course, Graceland, which is in Tennessee, but it might be like a poetic license thing for the sake of story. He might have lived in Memphis, but I always thought it was Tupelo. I'd have to double-check my facts on that one to be sure. But anyway, there was an episode where the legends had to help deal with a time anachronism, which was, of course, in Memphis 1950. And they dealt with a younger Elvis in search of one of the superhero's totems. Or in search of... His supposed musical totem. Anyway, it's all wrapped up in the story. But I say that to say this. The person who played Elvis, and they do this with shows a lot, looked like Elvis, sounded like a young Elvis when he talked, but I knew, and I knew, that the person singing for Elvis in that story was a different person. I also know that it was dubbed, which is often what you get when the voice of the person and the voice of the actor don't match. But I also know that the impersonator, whomever they got to do it, was incredibly talented. And there there was a tremendous amount of an Elvis-esque voice with that impersonation, whatever it was and whoever it was that was impersonating Elvis. Let's go from there into this new story. Now, this happened to me about three, three years ago. I was invited by a friend to go to a Christmas party. And when I'm in a good mood... I sing, right? It's just one of the things I do. And it just so happens that I am also pretty good at impersonations, or I like to think so. And I was waiting for him to grab the truck before we head out to his parents' house for this Christmas party. And I was going through an Elvis phase, you know, as you do. I don't know about any of the rest of y'all, but when I explore artists I usually do them for I usually explore artists for a while and I explore all their catalog and I go and I go through a musical phase where I'll listen to a particular artist for a certain amount of time at this particular point in time I was going through an Elvis phase 
So, um, <laughs> Gage goes to get the car. It's cold. And I have nothing to do while he's going to get the car. So I start singing like Elvis. And I come, he comes to the door or to, you know, outside with the van. And I'm singing like Elvis in the very Elvis-esque voice. You know, I love you because you understand me. And, you know, and uh, Grace is going, what the hell are you doing? I'm saying, I'm singing like Elvis, man. He said, oh, well, I thought you were in trouble. I'm like, no, I'm all good. <laughs> so, <laughs> but he laughed because he's like, okay. You listen to some weird-ass music. I don't know if that was funny to y'all, but it was funny to me. I was singing... What was I singing that day, though? Because I was singing an entirely different song. I was singing... Um, I was singing Don't. That's right. Yeah, I was singing uh, Don't. That was the song. Anyway, it was a very Elvis-inspired story time, I know. And... Uh, you know, that robust Elvis voice. You know, the thing about Elvis was the fact that Elvis... Elvis had a very pure voice. And I know I'm rambling, but... This is kind of a stream of consciousness sort of story time. Elvis was working in a time where you didn't have... Uh, Auto tune, which meant that Elvis's voice was Elvis's voice. There was no trickery in the studio. He had a very pure, honest, gifted voice, which will never be repeated again. When it's distinctive, and when you hear Elvis, Elvis is Elvis. Elvis is identifiable. Elvis is certainly well known. And Elvis is just Elvis Presley. And it's amazing to think that back when he was recording these songs, even in the midst of the 70s, um, he didn't have auto-tune as well. So Elvis is an icon for multiple reasons. What a gift Elvis Presley was and is even to this day. All right, everybody have a beautiful Wednesday. I know this one's a little bit later, but I've had a busy day. Grace and peace. And I will see you tomorrow for the Thursday edition. Be well, everybody.